Hello and welcome back to Don't Depend on Daddy the Podcast. My name is Michaela. I am your host and I am so excited for today's podcast episode because I sat down with Gaurav Sharma and he is the CEO of Capitalize, which is a free online 401k rollover service. This episode is super educational and we talk about everything you need to know about having a 401k, the role that a 401k plays in your overall retirement planning strategy, the role of an IRA in your retirement planning strategy, whether you need both a 401k and IRA, what to do with your 401k when you change jobs, and pretty much everything in between. So if you are somebody who is confused by 401ks, maybe you don't know what to do with your 401k, or you're not sure if you need a 401k and an IRA, or you wanna learn about Roth IRAs versus traditional IRAs and how that plays into your 401k, this episode is for you. Before we get into the bulk of this episode and the interview with Gaurav, I have a couple of housekeeping items that I'm excited to catch you guys up on. So first things first, if you listen to the podcast, you can get $10 off the personal finance dashboard using the code podcast one. If you are enjoying this podcast and you are enjoying the guests that I've been bringing on, please go leave me a review, whether it be on Apple podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this, because the reviews really, really, really help push the podcast out to more people. And finally, the most special and fun and exciting announcement of them all is that my brand new book, Own Your Money, is officially available for pre-order. So if you are interested in learning how to budget better, earn more, and reach your six-figure savings goals, if you enjoy my content, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, if you want to just have a really fun and easy to read and actionable and tactical personal finance book to add to your library, make sure you pre-order my book. I have put my heart and soul into Own Your Money. I'm so excited for it to come out and I'm so excited for you to read it. So go pre-order that. It'll be linked in the show notes. You can order it on Amazon. You can order it on Barnes and Noble, Indie Books, Books A Million. It's available everywhere. So please, 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 please pre-order that book. Pre-orders are so important for authors. They're so important, especially for new authors. So it would mean the world to me if you could support me and go buy my book. It has been quite the project. It's been one of the most satisfying projects. I think the most satisfying project of my entire professional career. So I would love if you went to go buy it. All of the information about the book, what you get out of the book, when the book will be available is all linked on the sales page in the show notes. So with that, let's get into the episode with Gaurav. Hello and welcome back to the show. I am joined today by Gaurav Sharma, who is the founder and CEO of Capitalize. It's an online 401k rollover service that makes it a lot easier for you to roll over your old 401k. Thank you so much for coming on to the show today. I am so excited. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, your career journey, and capitalize? For sure. And Michaela, thank you very much for having us, uh, having me on the show. I'm really excited to speak to you and your audience about um, retirement accounts and, and the fun world of rollovers and how to make the most of your retirement savings. So um, so I'm Gaurav. I'm uh, the founder and CEO um, here at Capitalize. Um, I'll give you a little bit about me and, and kind of a little about what we're doing. Um, so as you can probably tell from the slightly weird accent, I grew up outside of the U.S. I actually grew up in Australia, although I did um, uh, have my U.S. citizenship ceremony this morning, actually. So I'm now officially oh in Yeah, so it's, it's been, a, been a fun day so far. Um, 
and I moved here right out of college, actually. So I started my career um, on Wall Street, so in traditional finance. So I actually started at Morgan Stanley and UBS, so a couple of large investment banks, um, advising banks and fintech companies on things like M&A and capital raising. <clears throat> I realized that I was actually more interested in investing rather than advising. And so I actually, that after a couple of years, transitioned into the investment industry. So um, a part of the investment industry called the hedge fund industry, which you, you may have heard of, which is um, basically a term for um, um, asset managers or investment managers that have the freedom to invest um, pretty broadly. And so I ended up having a really fun um, eight years um, in the hedge fund industry where I worked for a couple of large, well-known um, investment funds and really learned how to be a good investor and found it fascinating and stimulating. Um, towards the end of my time there, I got really fascinated with the retirement savings market in the US. And that led me down a path to ultimately found um, what has now become um, our company Capitalize. Very cool. It's a very cool career path. I spent a few years working in the investment industry in wealth management yep. and then investment consulting. So a yep. little bit different, obviously, than working sure. um, in the hedge fund world, but I've had my taste mm -hmm. and I also found my interest kind of fell obviously a little bit outside of that for yep. what I hope becomes my long-term career. So yep. sounds yep. very cool. Can yep. you share a little bit before we get into like 401k education, how yeah. you even came up with the concept for yeah. Capitalize because yeah. it's such, to me, it's so revolutionary because I've gone through the process of rolling over my 401k on my yeah. own once right. and then actually using the Capitalize service. And like, I wish that I had known about it the yeah. first time because it was the biggest pain in the ass yeah. ever. Um, yeah. It was just an awful process. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, I'll give you a quick, you know, a quick version of that. Um, so one of the things that is really hard about saving for retirement is the fact that our accounts, like our 401ks, are all tied to our employers, right? So a 401k is the main way, um, but not the only way, but it's the main way a lot of Americans will save money for retirement, right? They'll go to a company, we'll go to a company, um, they'll connect us to a 401k account and we'll save some money in it. That's all well and good, but what do we do when we change jobs, right? Which we do every three or four years. And so um, every three or four years, you have to figure out, okay, what do I do? And um, unfortunately, um, you know, it's really easy to forget about your money when you change jobs or cash it out prematurely, like withdraw it when you change jobs, because the process of what we think is the right thing, which is transferring it, i.e. a rollover, is just so old school and painful. It is this 1970s style experience that involves uh, or used to involve paper forms, faxes, checks in the mails, phone calls, etc. And so what we realized, you know, when we started to, to dig into, hey, why is it that people aren't saving enough for retirement? We realized that one of the big underappreciated problems was forgotten 401ks or cashed out 401ks because the process of kind of transferring them when you change jobs was just so hard. And so um, after looking at the data and the stats and then just talking to a lot of my peers, right, um, you, you know, folks who had some financial knowledge, 
it became clear that even if you had financial knowledge, it was just very hard to, to manage a foreign case, right? And so um, that was ultimately the impetus for us building Capitalize, which, you know, as you know, is a, is a free platform that helps consumers find their old 401ks and, and consolidate them in one place. Totally. Yeah. I think it's an, uh, an amazing product and service. I really enjoyed my time using Capitalize and like it solves a problem that is obviously not fun yeah. and just makes the whole process so simple. So I'm yeah. excited to talk about that a little bit later, but let's talk about 401ks, what they are. Yeah. This is a question that I get all the time. Um, what's a 401k and what's the benefit of even having one? Yeah, yeah, very fair. So um, a 401k is a type of retirement account. It's a type of retirement account that is offered by your employer. So if you work in the private sector, um, you know, you can go to a company and they'll say, hey, when you join, we're going to open up a 401k account for you. And um, the beauty of that is that you can decide to put some portion of your paycheck into that separate account, that separate 401k account. And there are a bunch of advantages of doing that. Um, one is that that money most of the time will go in on a pre-tax basis, right? So it's a way for you to put money in on a pre-tax basis, and, and that's really powerful over time. Um, it allows you to just sort of automatically, the second big thing is it allows you to just automatically continue to invest because it's kind of happening in the background, right? It's just a certain money that's coming out of your paycheck in the same way um, the taxes or social security tax or healthcare, it's just coming right out of your paycheck and it's going into the separate account. So it is a retirement account that's offered by your employer. Um, that's kind of how to think about it. Totally. Yeah. And I think there are so many benefits to it as well, but like what you said, it's automatic investing. Yeah. That's and right. since it comes right off of the top of your paycheck, I yes. always look at 401k contributions as almost an adjustment for like my baseline standard of living for the money that I get paid yep. um, beyond after taking out the 401k contribution. Because when you sure. think about it every year, let's say you were to increase your contribution by like one or 2%, the long-term yep. payoff of that is so enormous, but the yep. impact it has in your quality of life and the money yeah. that's getting deposited um, into your account is so, or your personal account is so yes. minute um, yes. that it is a really amazing way to save without feeling a lot of pressure to save. Right. So that's I right. always say you've got to focus on at least contributing some percentage of your salary that's to right. a 401k. Yep. Um, that's exactly right. What you had mentioned that many 401ks you can contribute um, pre-tax dollars. Can you talk yep. about what that means? Like what yes. is the benefit of contributing to a 401k on a pre-tax basis? Yeah. So um, most 401k accounts are what we call traditional 401ks. And you'll hear that term, um, you'll hear the terms traditional and Roth, and, and we can talk about those, but they refer to the way taxes are treated by that account. So a traditional 401k or pre-tax 401k means that the money that you contribute um, is not taxed. It goes in before taxes. There's more money that goes into the account, right? The beauty of that is that that greater sum of money, right, because you haven't paid taxes on it, gets to grow over time because it's invested in things like 
um, uh, it's invested in things like stocks and bonds. And as we know, over a long period of time, um, those asset classes appreciate. So you get the benefit of having more money that appreciates over time and you defer the taxes. So you ultimately will pay taxes on 401k contributions when you withdraw them. But it's this notion of like the time value of money, right? Like a dollar in taxes, you know, 30 years from now is better than paying a dollar of taxes today. And so I get to kind of defer taxes and have this sum of money grow in a tax deferred or tax-free way until I pull it out. And so that's a really powerful advantage versus let's say you just take money out of your paycheck and you put it in a brokerage account. That's good too, right? Um, on and off. Don't get me wrong, that's also good. But one is more tax efficient than the other. And that's a big advantage that the IRS and the Department of Labor gives to people. It's kind of like an incentive, right? Um, and so that's a traditional 401k. A Roth account, um, which I'm sure you know, folks in your audience have heard of, is a little different. That's the case. In a Roth account, you'll, you'll actually pay taxes on the way in but the money grows tax-free and you never pay taxes on it again. And so you'll hear the difference between traditional and Roth. It refers to the way taxes are treated. Totally. Yeah. I like to think about traditional versus Roth um, retirement accounts in general, whether a 401k or an IRA, as well as brokerage accounts. When I'm thinking about the tax advantages, I think with retirement accounts, you're taxed once, either on the way in or on the way out. With brokerage accounts, you're taxed twice. That's on right. the way in, on the way out, because you're contributing post-tax income, and then yes. you're paying capital gains tax, capital gains. assuming yep. that money has grown over time. So that's the little trick that I use to distinguish yep. retirement accounts versus brokerage accounts, and it helps me remember. Um, so yep. you had mentioned Roth accounts. Yes. And so the burning question, and this is a tough one um, for me to always navigate, is yeah. if your employer offers a Roth 401k, Yep. Do you also need a Roth IRA? And before you answer that, I think let's talk about what's the difference between yeah. a Roth 401k and a Roth IRA. Yeah, sounds good. So actually, let's talk about 401ks versus IRAs because this is okay. this is an important one and, and it's a common source of confusion. So a 401k is a retirement account that's connected to your employer, right? Mm-hmm. So it's offered by your employer. You get to contribute to it. Um and then when you leave, you, you don't get to contribute to it anymore. The money is yours, um, but you don't get to contribute. And it doesn't follow you around, right? It's like there's an account that's somewhat tied to your employer. That's a 401k or a 403b, um, which is sort of like a type of retirement account that's connected to a nonprofit employer, right? An IRA stands for individual retirement account, which is um, a, a type of retirement account that you can open up on your own at a whole range of financial institutions, right? Like your bank, your brokerage firm, all of them, a lot of them will offer these IRAs. And one of the reasons, you know, there's two main reasons you would use an IRA, right? right. One is if, if you don't have a 401k at work, but you want to contribute into a retirement account, this is a way for you to do that on your own. And it's the same idea where you have traditional IRAs and you have Roth IRAs, the same tax treatment as we talked about. It's just that the, you've opened it up on your own. Um, the big reason why if you have a 401k, you'd probably contribute to that is 401k contribution limits are higher. So you get to contribute more money into a 401k on that tax advantage basis 
than you do in an IRA. In addition, your employer might give you an employer match. And so most of the time, if you have a 401k, you're generally encouraged to contribute in that, right? But if you don't, an IRA is a good way for you to kind of seize the initiative and contribute on your own. The second main reason people use IRAs is to consolidate their assets when they change jobs, right? So let's say you have a 401k at work and you leave that employer, right? You don't want to leave that money behind. You want to move it somewhere where you have good visibility. And so people will often open up an IRA expressly for that purpose, right? They'll open up an IRA just to roll over those legacy 401k assets into. Um, and so that's like a big reason why you would open up an IRA, even if you had a 401k at work or previously did. Now, um, I think you had asked Roth, right? Like Roth 401k versus a traditional 401k and then a Roth IRA and, and the connection there. Yeah. So you, you can get a Roth 401k option at work. So um, most of the time you'll be asked, hey, do you want to have a traditional 401k or a Roth 401k? The big difference is, you know, when do you want to pay taxes, as you put it? Like a traditional 401k is a tax me later, right? A Roth 401k is a tax me now. Um, and a big reason you would um, choose a Roth 401k is if you thought your current tax rate is a lot lower than your future tax rate will be, right? Because you say, hey, I'd rather pay taxes on it now. Maybe my tax rate, you know, 30 years from now is going to be higher, either because I have more income or the government has increased over time income tax rates. So that's a, those are a couple of reasons why people would choose a Roth 401k over a traditional 401k. Um, and then I think the, the other part of your question was, okay, well, like when would you use a Roth IRA, right? And so again, if you think about an IRA, <clears throat> um, there's two reasons you'd use it, either because you don't have a 401k, so I want to mm -hmm. contribute. So you could open up a Roth IRA and make contributions to that, right, um, uh, as a way to grow your nest egg. Or you could use that as a way to roll over assets. And um, if you had Roth 401k, you could roll it into that. I'll pause there and we can, we can kind of go in a couple of different directions. Okay, cool. So, yeah, what I'm gleaming from this is if, let's say, you know, you're the typical corporate employee. You know, you just graduated college a year or two ago. A year or two ago, you live in a city, you're making 75K and you're yep. contributing 5% to your um, employer 401K. And we'll yep. talk about employee matches later because that's a whole other yep. um, topic. But you're contributing 5% and then you see somebody on TikTok say, you yep. need to open up a Roth IRA. And you're like, well, wait a minute, what? I'm contributing to a Roth 401K. Do I also need yep. an IRA? The answer to that question is, Probably not if you're contributing to your 401k and then when you switch jobs and you're rolling that over, that's when, you know, it would maybe be the right idea to open up the IRA. You got it. Exactly right. Yep. Because, cool. um, yeah, that's a really confusing question for a lot of people is like, do I need yeah. both? Let's say yep. maybe let's say your income is a little bit higher and you're able to contribute the maximum to your 401k. At that point, would that be another point where you could open up an IRA as well and reap the additional tax benefits or more tax benefits by doing that? Generally not, because the IRS will say before you get to deduct like contributions to your IRA, 
they'll say, do you have a 401k at work? And have you, you know, what have you used there? And so you, you generally, generally think about the 401k as the place where you should contribute. That's like where you want to put the money. The IRA is where you consolidate and transfer the assets in when you change jobs. That's generally the, um, the way we frame it for a lot of our users, which is um, if you have 401k, that's generally where you should contribute. But when you change jobs, that's when you want to open up the IRA in order to transfer that 401k into. Gotcha. Okay. I love that strategy because it's very, very simple and straightforward. For sure. um, so that's really good uh, information for here. Yep. Question for you about 401k matches now. So yes. you had mentioned that often an employer could offer a 401k employer match. Yes. What does that mean? Yeah, it's um, it's a good question. So um, it actually it, it the name kind of gives a lot of it away. Um, so an employer match is where is a is where is a benefit that you get at some employers where um, if you put a dollar in right up to a certain point, they can match that and put a dollar in themselves. And so mm-hmm. um, you know you put a you put a thousand bucks into your four hundred one k, they'll say great. I as the employer, I'm going to put another thousand bucks into the four hundred one k up to a certain limit, right? And so um, it is a really good way to fast track your retirement savings. Now, not all employers offer it, um, mm-hmm. but if they do, if your employer offers it, it's kind of thought of as like free money, right? Because um, if you don't do it, you're just kind of leaving it on the table. So it's, if you can contribute, you should you should try to contribute the full amount that gets you the maximum employer match. Okay. And what if your employer doesn't offer a 401k match? Is it still yeah. worth contributing to the 401k? For sure. Because, you, again, if you think about it, um, a lot of the advantages of a 401k are kind of independent of the match. It's mm-hmm. money that you're putting away for your retirement. It gets put in on a like tax advantage basis. So I don't have to pay taxes on it just yet. And it gets invested in a bunch of things that should grow over time, like stocks and equities and bonds. And so... Even if your employer doesn't match, um, you should absolutely, um, if you can, contribute to your 401k. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Contributing to your 401k is just such a straightforward way to save long-term with very minimal thought. I think there's so much confusing information out there about investing, retirement, personal finance in general, that this is just, to me, a quick win where yep. you can set it up, set it in, forget it. It does it on its own. Obviously, you yep. want to be checking in on that occasionally that everything's yes. doing what you think it's supposed to be doing. Um, yes. But generally, it's very straightforward. Your employer sort of handles a lot of the setup. So you don't you have to it. deal with that, which is really nice. Um, I have one more question for you on the topic of 401ks. And this is sort of pivoting to somebody who maybe is a higher earner and they have a 401k and they have the funds to contribute the maximum. So the maximum yep. for 401ks changes a little bit every single year. But right. what I've found um, a fair amount of people, the issue that they've run into is, you know, they've set up, let's say, a 5 or 10% contribution to their 401k. And then they get to, let's say, like September or October yeah. and they're like, oh my gosh, I could contribute another 10K, but that means I basically am not getting paid for the next four weeks or six weeks or whatever. So do you have any tips for someone who 
knows that they probably could contribute the maximum, how can they calculate or figure out what the right percentage of their salary is just so that they stay ahead of it? Yeah. So I think you're, so the first thing is um, you're exactly right. The contribution max gets changed by the IRS like on a, mm. on a regular basis. And so for 2022, I think it's, it's just a touch over $20,000 and then it'll go up again um, in 2023. Um, and so what you want to do is you want to say, okay, look, what is the contribution max? And then you can say, okay, well, like, okay, what's my income? And you divide one by the other and that gives you a rough percentage that you want to be saving in order to hit the, um, the, the max here. Um, that's one really simple way for you to do it. Yeah. And then, and then actually you keep, keep an eye on it. So the, the nice thing is on your pay stub uh, from work, you'll actually see most of the time how much money for the year has gone into your 401k. And so that's another way for you to get a quick look at, hey, am I on track or, or not? Um, the other thing is, look, the, the most important thing is to contribute, right? And so like that is you know, 80% of the battle, right, we think. And so um, if you're, you know, we really like to kind of keep it simple for our users and say, look, don't overthink things as well. Like do the 20% of things that gets you 80% of the way there. And then obviously we can optimize from there. But if you're like, hey, I'm contributing, you know, somewhere between 5 to 15% of my salary, like that is a good number, right? And um, that is going to put you in a really good position. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think going off your point, you can optimize it as you go. And every year, I always, when I had a 401k um, at my corporate jobs, I would always every year increase it by that one or 2% cost of living raise that I got that just went right to my 401k because it really sets the limit on your standard of life. Like a little bit of an increase in salary is not going to make a huge difference in your day to day that little bit of an increase in your 401k compounded over the next 40 years is going to turn into hundreds of thousands of dollars. It makes such a big difference to do that. So, okay. Now pivoting a little bit into leaving your job, let's say in the spirit of, you know, the economic environment right now, you leave your job or you get laid off and your 401k has been left behind. What do you do? Yeah. um, It's a, it's a, topical question and so i think the first thing is to say like um if you've been laid off um do you have another source of savings right and so the first thing is you you know you gotta uh, continue to live your life and 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 um, sustain yourself and so hopefully you have a source of savings that is separate and apart like a rainy day fund Um, but you do have this pot of money inside of 401k if you have an emergency, you should absolutely use it if you need it, right? So you can withdraw that money um, if you have some kind of financial or medical emergency. You know, you will pay taxes and penalties on it. Um, um, but if you need the money, you just need the money, right? Now, if you don't need the money, then you have a few choices, right? You can leave it behind um, or you can transfer it. Leaving it behind in an old employer's 401k is generally tricky, right? Because, you know, out of sight, out of mind, right? It's very easy for us to forget about, hey, what fees am I paying on this? Or what is my money invested in, right? And so what you want to avoid is, 
there are three or four jobs you have, you know, you kind of accumulate these three or four different 401ks and you leave them behind. Um, and you don't really kind of know what's going on. That's a big pot of money that is supposed to be compounding for you. And so leaving it behind has a whole bunch of challenges. So generally, what a lot of people like to do is they like to transfer it when they change jobs. And most of the time when they transfer it, they transfer it into an IRA, an individual retirement account. So when you change jobs, you can go and open up an IRA at a whole bunch of great institutions, right? And um, that account is in your name, it's completely controlled by you, and you can then do a rollover where you take the money from that 401k, right, um, at the employer that you left, and you move that money in a tax-free transaction, right? You just you transfer it over tax-free into the IRA. That IRA then gets to grow with you over time because it also um, should be invested in things like stocks and bonds. So it's almost like the IRA is just this pot of money. It's this pot where you continue to move things into that pot as you go from job to job. And so that that's often um, the strategy that a financial advisor will kind of tell you to do when you change jobs. Okay, yeah. I think there's a lot of confusion around where does my 401k go? So the answer to that is it just stays where it is. It's, yeah, that's um, right. What about rolling over a 401k? <laughs> you had mentioned rolling it over into an IRA, which is a great strategy. What about... Yeah. Is there ever a time where you would roll that 401k into your new 401k or is it, you know, maybe more optimal to just have that IRA pot that is the repository for every time you move jobs or get laid off or whatever? You can absolutely move it into another 401k. Most people who do rollovers, though, choose to move it into an IRA. Um, The reason for that is the IRA is an account that you control. You can open it up wherever you like, right? Um, It often is easier and clearer to see what fees you have, but not always, right? Um, And then you have a little more control over what that money is invested in. But that doesn't have to be a daunting task, right? Because you can move it into, you know, a robo-advisor where you can set it and forget it and they'll sort of create it and manage it on autopilot. Um, but if you do want to be in, in control, like you have that ability with an IRA, um, you can absolutely move it into another 401k. Um, not every new employer will let you do that, but a lot of them will. Um, and it's just that the process can often be harder, right, yeah. than rolling into an IRA. So if you think about, you know, there's, r- there's roughly 7 million or, or pre-pandemic, there's roughly 7 million rollovers a year. 5 million of them were into IRAs and 2 million of them were into 401ks. So you can, you can just sort of see it's a little more popular. Um, yeah. Okay. Quick question on fees. Cause you had mentioned yeah. that when you roll it into an IRA, you have a little bit more visibility into that. Are there any fees associated with a 401k that are pertinent for someone to yeah. have? Yeah. Look, in most financial accounts, you should just assume there's a fee somewhere, right? Somewhere. And so um, oftentimes it can be a little hidden or hard to spot, but the financial institutions that offer these products have to make money somehow. So there are fees. So inside of a 401k, you'll pay a couple different types of fees. One is what's known as an administrative or record keeping fee, right? That's kind of what it sounds like. It's like a fee... Um, to the provider to host your account, right? You also will pay investment fees. So if I invest my 401k, 
in things like index funds or mutual funds, those funds will charge a fee as well. And so that's a second type of fee. And then the third type of fee you can pay inside of a 401k is an advisory fee. So some 401ks will actually have a financial advisor that is connected to the plan, right? That's like curating the list of options. And sometimes they get paid a fee as well. So there's three or four different types of 401ks. IRAs have fees as well, right? And so you need to kind of be conscious of what they are. Um, but the, the big difference is, you know, you never chose your 401k provider. The 401k provider is the name of the financial institution that offers the 401k at work, you know, like a Fidelity or an ADP or whoever it might be. You didn't necessarily choose that, right? It's kind of what you were given when you joined. With an IRA, you get to choose. You get to say, hey, I like this institution because I know they have super low fees, or I like this institution because they have this broad range of investment options. And so you oftentimes have more visibility into what fees you're paying up front. Totally. I think just understanding what fees you're paying is really the big takeaway here. It's like there are yep. going to be fees no matter what. So it's good to just know what you're paying. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So let's say you're someone who just change jobs, or maybe you just were impacted by a layoff and you're ready to roll over your 401k. What is that process? Um, what is yeah. that process like? Yeah. So um, obviously we, we do that for users and we can chat a little bit about what we do. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what it's like, you know, if you were to do it on your own and then, and then we can kind of talk about capitalize. So um, there's generally three steps, three things that you need to do, right? Um, the first is you need to make sure you know where your 401k is, right, before you can move it. And so if you've just left a job, um, hopefully you'll be able to look at your old emails or look at your pay stub or ask your HR person, um, hey, who is the financial institution? Where does my money live, right? But ho- hopefully you'll, 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 you'll be able to find that pretty quickly. The second thing you need to do is you need to decide, okay, where do I want to move it, right? Like which IRA, which institution, um, you may already have a brokerage account somewhere. And so that may be a place where you want to open an IRA so that you can see everything together, um, or you may need to open a new one. And so you, you'll need to decide, hey, okay, where do I want to move the money and go and open that account? And then the third thing is you need to submit the rollover request to your 401k provider, right? And so um, that is basically a process where you will go to your 401k provider and you'll say, hey, um, I have this money and I'd like to move it from your institution to this new institution. And they can make you do a few things. Unfortunately, they can often make you jump through some hoops, right? Mostly administrative hoops. And they'll say, okay, hey, you got to get on the phone with us and answer a whole bunch of questions. And we're going to kind of like confuse you and bamboozle you with a whole bunch of language, right? Um, Not always intentionally. Oftentimes, it's just complicated stuff, right? Or they'll say, hey, you need to fill out these paper forms and we need to send them to you or, or, you know, fax them to us. Um, And so at that point, they'll ask you to do some things in order to like officially request the rollover. Um, and actually, I, I said three, there is a fourth sometimes. So sometimes um, they'll just send the money to your new IRA provider, right? By check or by wire or by, um, direct, you know, like um, uh, electronically, which is great. Sometimes they will actually send you the money in a check. 
and you will need to forward that on to your new institution. So if that sounds like a tough process, it is. And that's kind of why we built the product that we did, which kind of digitizes and does all of that for you. Totally. Yeah. I remember the first time I rolled over my 401k, it was after actually my second job in between my second and my third job. So I had an old 401k from my first job, my like previous 401k, I wanted to consolidate everything. And I remember the process and it was also like kind of at the beginning of the pandemic. So I think everything was even more complicated than it needed to be, but I had to call my old provider. I had to call my new provider. I had to call another provider. I had to wire the checks. They had to mail me things. My address was in Boston, but I was at my parents' house and there was no way to get and they had to wire money and do all of these things. And I was someone who worked in the industry. Like I understood the terminology and even I was confused and overwhelmed. Right. Like, is my money going to make it where it needs to go? And like, yeah. why is this so much more complicated? I feel right. like than it really should be. It's a quick transfer. Like it shouldn't be yeah. such a headache. And that was the point where I was like, okay, going forward, like I need to streamline all of my accounts because I can't do this again. And then yes. fast forward, you know, another two years, I was leaving my job to, you know, pursue my business full time. I had this 401k. I already had the IRA set up that I was going to roll it yep. into. And I used Capitalize and I didn't have to do anything. I had to yep. go on the website, enter my information, get on the phone with someone who just did it for me. And it was yep. fantastic. Yep. So can you talk a little bit about what the process is. Yeah. Um, if someone were to use Capitalize, which as a reminder, is a completely free service. That's exactly right. So um, we're a free service and, and I, we, I appreciate, you, you know, you having been a user and gone through it. And so you, you know what it's like kind of when you do it yourself versus using using our platform. So I always appreciate that. So, yeah, look, we realized that this was a painful process. I think you put it well, which is you're someone um, who had a lot of financial and has a lot of financial knowledge. And if it was hard for you, right, imagine what it's like for folks who don't necessarily have a lot of financial expertise. And so it's just a really bad setup where, you know, in 2023, you're having to go through this kind of very old school process. And so we built a product that changes that. And so um, we're a free platform where you come to us and we'll help you with every element of this in an online way. Um, and then we also give you access, if necessary, to our amazing customer service experts. So mm-hmm. we do three things for you. One is um, we can find your money. So if you don't know where it is, um, you tell us a couple pieces of information and we'll say, hey, Michaela, we think your money is at um, uh, Empower or Principal or whatever institution it may be. We know all the big places where 401ks typically are. And so we can find your money. Um, The second thing that we do is we make it easy for you to decide where to open up a new IRA. So we've gone and actually partnered with a bunch of really great institutions like Betterment and SoFi and E-Trade and others where um, they will offer um, through Capitalize an IRA that you can open up, right? And so you can, and, and we help you compare them Um, for all levels of expertise. So if you're someone who's like, hey, I want somebody to take care of it. I want to set it and forget it. We'll help you pick an account that does that. If you're like, I'm a really active, savvy investor. I want to pick my own investments. We'll help you find an account that does that. 
And so that's the second thing that we do. And then the third thing that we do is rather than you as the consumer deal with these institutions and making sure the money gets from one to the other, we do all of that for you. Um, we've built technology that allows us to do that. And then in addition, we'll actually have humans, real humans, who will step in and do things on your behalf if um, that's necessary. The way that we're able to keep this free is um, if you actually choose to open an IRA at one of our partners, they will actually pay us a fee for helping you bring the money over to them because you know they want you as a customer and, and um, they want you to grow there over a long period of time. And so they're willing to take care of that fee. That allows us to keep the platform you know, completely free for the user. Okay. Yeah. You're one step ahead of me. Cause that was going to be my next question because I yep. always get questions like that with any yep. type of service that's free is it's like, well, why is it mm -hmm. free? Like that tends yep. to be a reason why people get a little bit skeptical. Um, yep. But that makes a lot of sense to me. And what if let's say you already have an IRA opened and it's not with one of those partners, are you still able to use the service? Yes. Right now you can actually say, Hey, I have an IRA at one of these institutions, um, and most of the time we can actually help you with that um, with that rollover. Okay. And how long does the process usually take from like end to end? Yeah, I think the online part of the process can take you five minutes, right? Where you can go through this really simple sign up flow where in five minutes, you know, you've given us some information, we've found your account, you've decided where it's going to go. Um, and, um, and, and great. From there, we're going to go away and submit the rollover request on your behalf. And so, you know, your part of the process as a user can be five to 15 minutes, and then it's on us to do the rest from there, right? Sometimes that can take a couple of days. It can take like a day or two for us to submit the transaction. Sometimes it can take a little bit longer, but that depends on who your 401k provider actually is. I would say generally, you, you know, the, the user's part or the consumer's part of this is five to 15 minutes online. And then it can take anywhere from two business days to call it 10, 12 business days for the money to show up in your account. Okay. And a question from me as someone who's like a little bit higher anxiety with my money and like sure. paying yeah. close attention and you know, would want to be informed about what's going on. Is there any communication um, around Absolutely. like, you know, your 401k money has been transferred. You should expect it in these few days. Like how do you, how do you sure. monitor that process? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're not alone. I think a lot of people, when it comes to assets like this, like, Hey, this is my money. You know, I've worked hard and you're fully entitled to want to know what's happening to it. And yeah. so we actually send you very regular updates on, Hey, like, you know, your request has been submitted. Your rollover is in motion. The money has now arrived. Um, mm -hmm. Great. You're all done. Don't forget to invest it. And so, yeah. So one of the things that we've built is a way to keep people, um, updated. You know, it's not quite the Domino's uh, tracker yet, but it's sort of that idea of we want to give, I mean, if you can track where your pizza is, you should be able to track or know where your money is. And so we want to kind of give you good visibility on where your money is at, at different steps of the process. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really important. 
Um, cool. Well, this was a fantastic conversation. Very informative. I feel like even I learned a couple of things that I didn't already know about 401ks or just really the strategy behind yeah. navigating all of your retirement options because there are a lot of them. Um, yes. Where can my listeners find Capitalize? I mean, there will be a link in the show notes, but if they sure. want to learn more about 401ks, do you guys have resources for that? Absolutely. Yeah, so visit us at highcapitalize.com. That's H-I, like high, highcapitalize.com. And um, we have a bunch of resources. So um, we obviously help you with this problem and you can use our product, but we also have a ton of educational content on 401ks and IRAs and how to manage all of these complicated things. Um, we're excited to offer more products to our users. And so the first thing that we've done is um, built a really cool platform to help you find and roll over your old 401ks. But we know that retirement accounts generally are confusing to people. And so we're really excited over the next six months to um, do other things and help them with other um, problems that they may have so that they can really holistically make the most of their money. And okay, maybe once that's done, we'll have to come come and talk to you a little more about some of the new yeah. things that we're doing. Totally. I would love that. I think, you know, retirement is something that a lot of people don't always prioritize or pay as much attention to, but it's this crucial time early on in your career, in your 20s, where making these decisions and paying attention to it can actually pay dividends really, really long term. So yeah. I think that what you guys have going on is amazing. I love the product. I thought that the process was super simple and I'm excited to see what else you have. So really thank you again. For yeah, of course, thanks, thanks, thanks for having me and for letting us, um, uh, letting us join your audience here today. Totally, thank you.